disrespect in relationships and what to do about it. Welcome to the 313 Men, Money, and Marriage podcast, where facts, logic, and reasoning are at the forefront of every conversation. And in this episode, we're going to be talking about disrespect in relationships and what to do about it. We'll give a definition of disrespect in relationships, why respect is a major factor in a relationship, different ways men and women disrespect each other, what are some signs of disrespect, and lastly, how do you handle disrespect in your relationships? So sit back, relax, and enjoy as we delve deep into this issue. And welcome back to the 313 Men, Money, and Marriage podcast. And as we did say in the intro, we're going to be talking about disrespect in relationships and what you can do about it. First of all, first of all, I want to start off by saying, listen all the way to the end because I'm going to give you some information about another podcast that is spinning off of this one that I'm going to be more involved with. I want you to also continue to listen to Marcus and Jessica Cotton's podcast on marriage that works. And they are bringing in more married couples as guests and it's coming along really good. So continue to support them. But I'm going to be talking about another podcast that's going to be spinning off of this podcast based upon an episode that we recorded with that particular person. So listen all the way to the end to get the details on that. Now we're going to start about off with this one here, disrespect in relationships. I just once saw a video where I saw two, a couple where they were kind of both at a point where they were disrespecting each other. The one person you could tell had been doing the most of the disrespecting in the past. And then the other person said, looked like they had just got fed up with it and it reached sort of a boiling point, And so they were just going back and forth with each other. So, that is one of the reasons why I wanted to do an episode on this particular topic. And that was a pretty strange situation when I first saw that. But I said, wow, this is something that I can maybe talk about. So, I, you know, I found a pretty good definition that I took from marriage.com in the article. I'm going to reference the article a few other times throughout the course of the podcast that I thought was really good. And it just talked about disrespect in relationships. And it gave a pretty good definition on it. And this is the definition. At times, it's unconscious. So sometimes when a person is being very disrespectful to you, they're not even aware of the fact that they're doing it. So it's unconscious behavior sometimes. There's a variety of different reasons where that comes from, but it can be unconscious. It erodes trust and equality. One of the partners will feel undervalued, unheard of, unheard or even disregarded. It breeds resentment and can even lead to abuse. That's the definition that they have there from marriage.com. And when they say it could lead to abuse, the longer and longer generally it goes on, the more toxic and tumultuous it can become. So yes, it can lead to abuse at certain points. It doesn't have to be physical. It could be mental, emotional, someone yelling and screaming at you all the time just because they, st- they may be having some issues and they're, they're attacking you for some of their, their problems that they're going through. Be a variety of those different type of things there. But 
before it gets to that abuse, just think back in time when you were in a relationship and if this has ever happened to you, if you were ever in a relationship and you were being disrespected by the person that you was in a relationship with, did any of those things that I just mentioned earlier happen? Did you feel undervalued, unheard of, unequal, disregarded? Was the trust eroded in the relationship? How much longer did that relationship even last once it got to a certain point? Why did you stay if you stayed as long as you did? There's a variety of different things that goes on with that. You know, sometimes we will stay longer if we're more attracted to the person or we're more in love with that person and we'll tolerate it on a premise that one day it would go away. Perhaps maybe if we get married or different things like that, the behavior might change. But it usually doesn't. And so we kind of have to keep that in mind as we're going forward. But yeah, always tell people, think back a time if you were ever in a relationship where you were being disrespected. On the man or the woman side of things, it doesn't necessarily matter. Why is respect such a major factor in our relationships? Why do you think that could be? Well, the biggest thing, and this is just like, it could be on the man or the woman's side of things, but let's just take it from the woman's point of view because it affects trust and security. Trust and security. Think of it this way. You know, on our show, we always say honesty is the foundation to any relationship. Well, if we were, you know, making an analogy to a home, if honesty is the foundation, trust is the actual framing of that house. So without the foundation and the framing, you don't have a house. So without trust and honesty, there's no house. That's why such a major, that's why respect is such a major factor in any relationship that we have. You have to respect the person that you're in a relationship with. And it doesn't even have to be an intimate relationship. It can just be a friend's relationship. Some type of thing like that. There has to have that level of respect. If there isn't there, there's no way that relationship is going to last long term. At some point, that relationship is going to sour. So those are some of the things that you have to take into account for. The trust goes away. Again, on the woman's side of things, security. One of the big reasons why women like to be in relationships, or one of the reasons that women say they like, uh, you know, look for certain things in a relationship is Security. It's not just physical security, but security in the sense of do they feel safe? Well, if a person is disrespectful and they may start to become abusive, their safety is now at risk. Safety and security is now at risk because that person might become a little bit more unpredictable the more the disrespect comes about. That that. Security aspect can apply to a variety of different things to us, not just the actual physical part of it. And other, her, her personal health could become at risk because of the uh, disrespect that can come up in the relationship. A relationship with disrespect is unlikely to last, and the breakup is usually tumultuous, meaning that at some point, the person being disrespected if they come back and they start to talk or start to get upset, they will, you know, start to, you know, 
come back at that other person with that same level of anger or venom. And it can lead to very dangerous arguments where, you know, the police might have to get involved. It might be looked at as a domestic or a variety of different things because that person just got fed up with that behavior and just said, that's it. We're not doing this no more. I'm done. And they just, that's why I say the breakup can be usually tumultuous because at some point a person isn't going to take disrespect, but so, but for so long, you know, some people can leave quietly though. And, but for the most part, because it's a frustration and it's building up inside of us, we just want to just let it out and just get it out in the open and just start going in our own direction. So sometimes that'll happen as well. There are different ways that men and women disrespect each other. Men, sometimes it deals with leverage and power. So they might do something to the effect that they might be with a woman. They might pay for all of the things financially. The woman comes somewhat dependent on the man in some way, shape or form for her survival. Meaning if she's not working or she's not making enough to live on her own for whatever the reason may be. Maybe they have a family, whatever the case. That gives him a level of leverage and he might feel that because he has this leverage, he can start to sort of be a little disrespectful to that woman. And so sometimes that's where the, the, the angle comes in on the man's side of things pertaining to treating a woman a, a certain way, talking about her in a certain way. He might say some snide comments to her or he might remind her of her situation that she's in. Know that she can't, you know, may not feel that she can leave. So he might say something to where she doesn't think that she can even uh, have the opportunity to go anywhere. So it, that's why I say a lot of times it can be, you know, a leverage thing. So that that's that's and, and when people, you know, exercise that over another person, think about how that might make the other person feel when a, another person is leveraging their power or an advantage they have over someone. Nobody likes the way that feels. A man or a woman, nobody would like the way that feels. That's a horrible feeling for anyone to go through. On the other side of things, a woman might usually, you know, if she's going to disrespect the man, and in situations with her, it's probably, it can be out of fear and, and uh, in, insecurity. And what I mean by that, sometimes a woman might feel that, you know, in the past, she might have been jilted or hurt from a relationship that she might have engaged in some level of hypergamy. That guy didn't treat her the way she thought she should have been treated and got upset. And this might have been a cycle for her. She might have dated, uh, you know, two or three different guys doing the exact same thing. And because of that cycle, <clears throat> being disrespectful to the next person is a knee jerk reaction to prevent them from getting hurt again. So it might be just a knee-jerk reaction for them from getting hurt. So they'll start to say and do things in a disrespectful manner to the new partner that they're with. And it's all because of their past relationships that they might have had. That's why I say on the show a lot that when you are getting into a relationship with a remote woman, there's two things that you're competing with. And it's not necessarily another man per se, but it is her childhood and her past. Because that is going to play a role as to what happens 
in the future. So if they're insecure, the insecurity occurred because the previous relationships they were in failed. They might have been disrespected in those relationships and might think, well, the next time I'm going to get one up on a person and I'll start off with the disrespect and that person can't do it to me. So that's what, what this is what I'm going to do to prevent that from happening. And so and, and but that insecurity is based on fear that the next person that comes around, the next person that shows up. That next person who, who does come around and shows up, I'm not going to allow him to be disrespectful to me because I'm going to be disrespectful to him first. Now to prevent him from being disrespectful to me and that will cause if the relationship ended. He wasn't the one for me. Not realizing that it's because of the fear and insecurity that you might be having. Different ways they disrespect people, obviously adultery and affairs and having a different partner. Obviously, it's like sort of at the the peak of it, but it could be all the small little things such as which we're going to get into now, which we're going to cover some signs of disrespect. It could be some some signs here that we're going to show you. But a lot of them are. Are things that I think all of us who's had a dating past have experienced in one way, shape or form. Now, there were a whole bunch of these, so I'm not going to do every single one of them just because of time purposes. But I'm going to go over a few of them really quickly here. When I say a few, I think it's maybe. I don't know, nine or 10. I think it was over 20. <laughs> so, but I didn't want to go through all 20 of them. But the first one, the first one is, and these are some signs of disrespect. The first one is spending more time with others over your partner. So if you're in a relationship, let's say you're a guy, you're in a relationship with a woman and you, know, you hang out with your friends or your boys or whoever, and you're spending more time with them than you are your partner, that's a sign of disrespect. Why are you in a relationship with somebody if you don't want to really spend that much time with them? That's not a good idea. It's not fair to the other person either. It's definitely a sign of disrespect. Spending time with your friends over the person that you're with. Another one that's a very big sign of disrespect is being late. And that, is, that, that applies to there's an event or a function that your person was supposed to go to. And you're late for that function that he or she invited you to. You know, it could make them look bad if you're late. A lot of times people don't pay attention to this, but it is very, very important. It was an instance a long time ago when I was dating someone and this person was chronically late to whenever we were doing anything. Always. First time I let it go was an event that I had to go to. The second time I let it go, by the third time I I spoke up and I said, that's it. We're not going to keep doing this. But as I dug deeper into that person's life and I got to know them a little bit more, I started to see that this was a sign of that fear and insecurity from previous relationships. That's why I say when you're dating someone, you got to be very weary of their past and have an idea of who they are because that past will affect that future. So that's something that being late, if someone is chronically late to events, especially pertaining to the other partner, if it has any effect on that other partner, 
Be very weary of that. Lack of care for your safety. Now, reason why this is another one is because if you're dating someone, and let's just say, using this as an example, you're dating someone who's a heavy drinker or just a drinker in general. They've been drinking, y'all are out somewhere at a function or a party, and they're driving home and they're driving erratically, or they're speeding. That is a safety issue. That's a security issue, like I mentioned earlier before. It affects that trust and security. So if a person's willing to put your life at risk, that is a sign of ultimate disrespect. So lack of care for your safety, that's something you definitely should be aware of. Don't let anyone put your life at risk just because they don't respect you. That's a horrible feeling. The next one is breaking promises. Promising that you're going to do something and then turning around and not doing it at all. That's a horrible feeling for someone, especially if you said you were going to do something and then you don't do it and you never had any intentions on doing it. You just said it at the, the, the stop the conversation at that point in time. That's a bad idea. That's a horrible idea. And that makes a, a, a person feel bad, you know, over the course of their, their, their period of time. Again, it's like you just said something to me, you promised it to me, and then now you're not going to give it to me. Generally, if you make a promise to your children, you want to make sure you follow through with that promise. Belittling you. It's another one. Belittling you. That's a horrible feeling, too, to be belittled, especially in front of other people. You know, talking down to you in front of other people. Nobody likes the way that feels, man or woman. And I've seen it on both sides. I've seen women belittle men in public, and I've seen men belittle women in public. So it's not something that one or the other does. I've seen both, both do it. Making decisions for your partner. Think about that one. Making decisions for your partner. Almost like they can't think for themselves and you know what's in their best interest and so you start making the decisions for them. Can you imagine being in a situation where there was a, a show I was watching where the, the guy bought a house for his fiance's soon-to-be wife and he never showed her the house. He just bought it. He made the decision for her that she didn't even get to pick out the house she was going to be living in. And that would be an example of that, making a decision for someone, for your partner, when they don't have any choice or, or say in the matter. They just, you have to ask, just have to accept it. Another one is in finances. Obviously, finances is always number one or two when it comes to leading causes of divorce. But finances is another one where we can be very disrespectful to a person in, the fi- in, the, in the, their finances. There's a variety of different examples. We might belittle how much money they make. We might put them on sort of a situation where if we're really controlling and have leverage, we'll, the money will come to us. And then we will keep it. And just ration it out to them on how, we, how much we think they should get. So if we have a joint account and that person gets paid, we give them a small amount, even though they probably need more. That would be an example of how finances can be a, a sign of disrespect. Excessive flirting with others. Excessive flirting with others. There are people who out here who are sort of a natural flirt with people. Sometimes they just see how far it can go. They don't have any intentions on doing anything, but sometimes they just do it just to be flirtatious a little bit. 
But if it's excessive, that's a sign of disrespect. I always say it's very disrespectful to flirt with somebody when you have your partner with you. It's, it's very, very disrespectful. You know, it's, it's, it's a sign where you should, it's something you should definitely not do. I always thought that that was pretty crazy when I see people do that. But, you know, it, it's, it's something that you should definitely, it, that, that, that's a sign that that person, if you're flirting with somebody else and you're with your partner, that's a sign that you're not, you're, you're, you're caring or your love for that partner is not strong enough to where you're willing to flirt with somebody else right in front of them. That's pretty crazy. Another sign is they'll try to change you. They try to make you into the man or the woman that they want you to be. That's a sign of disrespect. Why would you get with a person in the first place? Why would you try to make or change someone into something that you want them to be? It doesn't make any sense. You know, you can't expect people to be something that you want. People are who they are when they show up. If you don't like them, if you don't like that person when they showed up and who they are, don't try to mold them into the person you want to be. That happens quite a bit. Giving people the silent treatment. Giving people the silent treatment. That's a horrible feeling. Not talking to somebody. That is a sign of disrespect if you call yourself being in a relationship. That happens a lot in marriages. And this is how some of the things, again, leads to divorce. Remember that lack of trust I was talking about earlier. Always interrupting your partner when they're in the middle of a sentence or talking to you, interrupting them constantly. All of these things are signs of disrespect. So if, if you're in a relationship and you see experiencing some of these things, you need to try to address it now. I mean, address it in the moment or right at that point. The last thing we're going to talk about is how to handle disrespect in relationships. It's pretty straightforward. Um, there's a few of them that I just want to go over really quickly with you and we'll be wrapping up. The first one is understanding that it can happen when you least expect it. It can creep up on your relationship. A lot of things can come about by a person maybe going through something. There might be a death in the family. They might be under a tremendous amount of pressure. Truth be told, I was being disrespectful to a woman one time in a relationship because I was under a lot of stress. I was working on my job. There were times when I was working overtime. Some of the overtime was mandatory, so I had to do it. I was in the reserves, so I had to do my reserve time on top of that. And I was in grad school at the same time while I was in a relationship with somebody. So the pressure just kept building and building and building. I was having a lot less sleep. And I started to notice that I was being disrespectful to that person. It started to creep up. And that person didn't say anything for a while. But then finally spoke up and, and you know, addressed it to me and said, you know, you're being very disrespectful to me when you're saying this, that, and the other. And I was totally unaware of it. Remember, in the beginning, I said that sometimes it's unconscious. But because I was under all of that stress at that point in time, I kind of had taken on a whole lot. And I was running out of time being able to handle it. So that was the closest person to me. And unfortunately, I was taking it out on them. But I'm glad they did speak up because I did notice it at that point and, you know, curtailed it and just basically slowed down and stopped doing that. 
Communicate early and often. Let your partner know they disrespected you. So communicate early and often. Let them know. You got to let them know because if not, like I said, it creeps up on you. So sometimes you're not paying attention and you don't let them know. That can be part of the issue. Let them know early and often. Set boundaries. You should be going into every relationship with a, le- a set of boundaries. People who don't have boundaries in relationships usually have unhealthy ones. We did an episode on boundaries in relationships earlier. You want to go back and listen to that one, go ahead. But setting boundaries, very, very important. A boundary for a woman might be I will not be abused by a man, mentally, emotionally, or physically. That's a boundary. The second it occurs, you address it. If it doesn't stop, you know what to do. Don't be afraid to walk away if the behavior continues. Don't be afraid to walk away if the behavior continues. One of the hardest things to do if you've been in a relationship with someone for a long period of time is to break up and to leave. Again, out of that fear and insecurity, because now you got to go back on the dating market. You got to start this whole process all over again. No one never likes to do that. People like comfortability. People love being comfortable. So that's why it can take so long. That's why people, you'll see people in abusive relationships for a long time, because at least they know what's going on in that relationship. It makes them feel a level of comfort. So keep that in mind. Don't be afraid to walk away if it gets to the point where you spoke to the person, you've explained it to them how you don't like it, and if they're still continually doing it, then at some point you're going to have to cut ties with that person. Lastly, it says here, seek therapy. Now, don't be afraid to talk to somebody else, a professional, about what's going on and what would be the best course of action in that, in that situation. What would be the best, <clears throat> excuse me, the best course of action to handle a disrespect in a relationship? Maybe go by yourself and then maybe then go with the, the person that you're with just to see, you know, if, if the relationship means that much to you and you think it's salvageable and this is something you can get past. Therapy is, you know, another option and it might be able to fix some of the problems. A third party, especially a professional third party, might be able to see certain things that you can't see and will be able to fix it before you go ahead and walk away in the relationship. Well, we're about to wrap that up. And I want to say to the audience, thank you for continuing the support. Like I did say earlier, there is going to be a podcast that is spinning off of this podcast. The podcast is going to be with myself and Dr. Diane Hassan. And it is because it's going to be called Angels Among Us. And it's going to be based upon her book that she wrote. If you listen to the episode of Marriage That Survives and Thrives, that gives you a summary of what happened with the book. But we're going to break it down chapter by chapter. But also within that podcast, we're going to do something a little bit different. We're going to just talk about, you know, give the the audience an opportunity to tell us times when angels were among them in their most difficult and challenging uh, life experiences. And we will either if you send it by email, you can be it would be read to the audience if you choose to. And if you send a voice recording, we might use that voice recording in a future episode. And so that podcast is going to be starting up probably in about two weeks. And it's going to be a biweekly episode. So it's going to be basically every two weeks, there'll be a new episode released. 
We've got a lot of it done. The trailer's done. We're working on the first and second episodes now. And so if you listen to this podcast, you want to jump over there and listen to that. It's going to be more of a Q&A type thing where I'll just be asking her questions about things pertaining to the book. And then we'll get into the angels part at the end of the show. So with that being said, as we continue to do this, this journey of podcasting, you know, I think we're at 110 episodes now. We're moving pretty quickly here. And uh, I want to just, like I said, I said thank you to the audience, the ones who are listening consistently. I really appreciate it. Like I said, when we first started this thing, it was not expected this would go as, as far as it did. And now there's a second show being spun off of it. So I can only say thank you. And just I'm overly, I'm, I'm very grateful. So thank you for that support. So until we meet again, we are out.